Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, three and out podcast on Monday, June 15th. And I'll be honest, when I woke up this morning, after a great little weekend in Napa, uh, I was like, I don't know, I'm going to have to be digging for some topics. By the time I just press record at 6.30 at night, a lot has happened. And I mean a lot, a lot has happened. And I got a, I got a packed show. So I, I feel fortunate that, you know, in the middle of June, that a lot of NFL stories happened today. From Zeke getting corona, Kyle Shanahan got extended, some information on Clowney, ton of stuff just around football. The Eagles had a major injury. It felt for 10 minutes like Mike Gundy might get fired, then him and his star running back are friends again, and we just got a lot going on. We, we got a lot going on, uh, and we're going to dive into it all. Also, like always, John Middlecoff, at John Middlecoff is my Instagram handle. Uh, depends how long the show goes. I'll try to bang out as many questions as possible by the end, but we, we do that on every show. Also, for those of you that can and that or haven't, if you like the show, uh, please leave a little review on the Apple iTunes 3 and Out uh, page. I, I'd greatly appreciate it. Last time I checked, we were like, I think over 1,100. So we're uh, we're firing those out. But let's start with this. The the big news of the day, <clears throat> well, I mean, there's about 10 million things that happened. But the news that started, the first thing I wrote down this morning, Ezekiel Elliott, Cowboy star running back, got the coronavirus. Tested positive for the coronavirus. And... He tweeted stuff about HIPAA laws, who knows, but the reality is he got the coronavirus. Just like, I think, another Cowboy player and a couple 
guys in the Houston Texans also got the coronavirus. And one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to the way social media and, and fans treat pro sports is they treat it like something it's not. And I say this all the time about the NFL, and I look at the NBA like this, I look, I look at Major League Baseball like this, it's why I never get too distraught when things happen and they get quote-unquote bad PR or whatever. I don't look at pro sports to be my moral compass. No different than, I don't look at Apple to set the tone for moral society, or USA to a, USAA, my you know car insurance, or Blue Shield, my health insurance, or Dasani Water. Do you know what all those have in common? They're businesses. They're not charities. Their number one goal is to make money. So as we come back, the reason you saw this a lot on Friday night with the NBA and the players, I don't know if it's really the players, most players want to come back. Why? Because they want their money. And Kyrie was saying all this craziness. And the reality is Kyrie Irving, the reason the sport, it's not fishy why the sport's coming back. They're coming back for one reason and one reason only. To get the money that they've lost. This, and the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, I, I think too often fans and definitely the media talk about like, why are we even doing this? It's just a game. Yeah, it's just a game in high school when there's no money on the line. In the NFL, every game has millions of dollars on the line and millions of dollars in expenses and millions of dollars in revenue. And when you add it all up over an entire season, the NFL is this little thing called a 10 plus billion dollar industry. It's why it's such a big deal for them to play this year. And the big question today, there was a story, I think Josina Anderson, they had an MO or an NFLPA call and they said if fans are not allowed in the stands, we will lose $3 billion worth of revenue. Well, unlike baseball, basketball and football are revenue partners. And I, they just came to a new agreement. I don't know if this year is still based off the old agreement. It was like 47 to 48.5%, somewhere in there. That the players, so every dollar, every football dollar that is made from the NFL, the players and the owners and the teams split based on whatever, you know, 48, 52, whatever the percentage is. So when they lose money, everyone loses, including the players. So they're coming back for themselves, and they're coming back for the players, and ultimately they're coming back for the big pot of money. And this thing is not going to be smooth. People are going to get the coronavirus. Like I, 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 About a month and a half ago, I, I'm like, I'm not going to be like my media brethren, miserable and rooting for the corona to take over the world. I'm just not going to do that. Because they don't know, just like I don't know. I'm not a doctor. They ain't doctors. No one knows. It's almost like they're rooting for society to fail. It's really weird. I'm one of the maybe rare people. I think a lot of people listening. I, I like rooting for other people's success. If there's, you know, a lot of people listening to this podcast, and there are, I hope all you guys are doing well. Whatever you're, Whether you own a restaurant, whether you work for an insurance company, whether you work for a medical, I hope business is going great. You and your family are doing well. I, I'm rooting for you. I don't want anyone to lose their job. I'm rooting for this thing to go away as humanly quickly as humanly possible. Now, I don't, I don't control any of it. Just like everyone listening, none of us have any control over this. But I understand, and you, it's so predictable that as these leagues start coming back, there's like, why are they even coming back? Because they need the money. You know, I mean, that's why are most people in life? And luckily, I get you guys are smart. I DM with a lot of you. I understand getting Collins. Collins has an intelligent audience. This is not just some extremist anti-economy group, right? 
Uh, most businesses need money to c- coming in to stay alive. And just like baseball and basketball are going to be in major trouble if their seasons don't happen. It'll have ripple effects for years to come. The NBA would be royally screwed if they're not able to figure out this bubble situation. Luckily, the NFL, their players, because it's much more of a cutthroat league, given that none of their contracts or a large percentage of them are not guaranteed, and a lot of guys are basically like all of us, day-to-day, week-to-week, year-to-year, you can always get cut. They understand the enormity and the the ramifications if they don't play. Now, is it going to be smooth sailing? Are, are, are we you know, firing around the boat at 6 a.m. on a lake when it's smooth and you can get a great, you know, it's just like glass? No, it's going to be bumpy. This whole last three and a half months have been bumpy. Whether we all agree or disagree with the tactics of everything, I don't know. No one has the right or wrong answers. You know, I mean, there are things that I think some of us are going to feel more strongly about than others, but whatever. Those are just that. There are our own opinions. But it don't... I think the, the quicker you cannot look at sports leagues like it's their job to be ahead of the curve and be this moral compass, and the NFL has fought this for years. Like, why are they employing a guy that's been arrested three times? I don't know, because the guy can catch touchdowns. Why do they care? The, the coach and GM's job is to win games. They, they, it's not their job to raise your children. You raise your children. Or the teacher, you, you teach the kid. It's not their job. It, it, it's just not. You know, and the NFL has faced this probably more than the other leagues. Now, granted, just they have more players. They've had more run-ins with the law. Like, why does Alden Smith get another opportunity? I don't know. He's 6'5". He's shown in the past he can rush the passer. And if you're a good pass rusher in the NFL, they pay you $20 million. It's really not that complicated. They don't care that, you know, just it's you, you, you get worked up. One thing I've really learned over the last three months and I've been thinking about this for the last couple of years, is the most overrated thing in society now is bad PR. Like, what does that really mean? The NFL, quote-unquote, has got the worst PR probably of any league over the last decade. And over the last four or five years, and really just the one election year, they have dominated this decade. The NBA's gone into the tank. Baseball's never felt less relevant. That's the crazy part about the Jordan documentary uh, listen, I was born in 84, grew up in Michael Jordan. I watched that, and maybe I'm a little nostalgic. I go, God, you know what? The NBA was cooler in the 90s. And then I watched the Big Mac, Sammy Sosa documentary. Now, granted, I'm a Giants fan, so I love Barry Bonds. I started thinking, you know what? Baseball was cooler from 95 to 2005 than it is now. They said cooler players. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm nostalgic, whatever. Maybe you always just say the music you grew up on, the players you grew up on were better. Now, I don't necessarily think like Mike Trout couldn't have played, I just think Ken Griffey Jr. is way cooler than any baseball player we have now. And I don't even think it's close. You know, I, I think Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, the, you know, Gary Payton, those type guys were just cooler than the guys we have now. You know, I, 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 back in the day, uh, and the one thing the NFL still has that I think basketball has really lost touch with, basketball has become like every time you see an Instagram video of the group, they're drinking wine. You notice in the, in the Jordan documentary what everyone was drinking, from Michael to Scotty to Phil to Charles Barkley to Larry Bird, they were slamming beers. You know what the NFL is? It's a beer league. You know. Now, listen, I'm not anti-wine, uh, but I'm more of a beer and cocktail guy. Most of my friends are. I'll drink wine if it's provided for me. I don't go out of my way to drink it. Again, not I'm pro-alcohol. I just think, you know, when LeBron and Carmelo and all those guys are sipping wine, like, who are they relating to, right? Michael Jordan was slamming Miller Lights in that documentary, right? And, and just think how cool the, you know, the steroid guys were. Now, they were cheating, whatever, but they were hitting bombs and baseball was really cool. 
Football has maintained that status. It was cool when I was a kid. Favre, Young, Aikman, all, you know, Elway. It was big in the 90s. It just feels infinitely bigger now. Now, it, I, I've said it all along. The sport is perfectly set up for our times. But their main goal, and we've really seen this, is money is really, really important to them. Just like it is to the NBA. They just pretend that they're into all these other things. Where at the end of the day, their number one goal is to keep making money. Keep that salary cap going up and keep generating more money for their franchise. Same thing with baseball. And I think sometimes these leagues and like the media gets nostalgic about this stuff in society. And it's like, guys, don't look at them any differently than Apple. Don't look at them any differently than you know, Callaway. Don't look at them any differently than Samsung. Like they're just, they're just trying to generate money. They just use football or basketball or baseball or hockey or whatever as their avenue to generate the revenue. But that's exactly what they're trying to do. Generate revenue. So as they come back and this coronavirus and guys like Zeke get it because Von Miller now, Zeke, more guys are going to get it. It's just inevitable, especially with football. You're sweating. You're all together. You're touching. It's just going to happen. Like they're just going to get crushed. And I'm going to have no issue with it because they're not coming back for any other reason than just try to keep the league rolling. And when the league rolls, they all make money. And that's the key. Like you don't take a year off. No one, no business owner I knew. Now, granted, even the people that were like, listen, and at first Corona was freaking everyone out. But most business owners want to do everything desperately to keep going. Why? Because that's how they survive. You cannot survive at a business. Whether you're making $100, $100 million, $100,000, when money just stops coming in. When money stops coming in, you are in trouble. And luckily, most of you guys understand that. I just think sometimes you see on social media or some of these people arguing on TV, it's like, am I taking crazy pills? So Zeke gets it. And one thing I hope Zeke does, I, I think it will help. Like, I'd love to hear a firsthand, like, what his experience like was with the coronavirus. Did he feel different? Get sick? I don't know. I, th- I think that would actually help some of the dialogue. What was it like? What did he feel like? When did he know he was sick? Did he know he was sick? Did he even have symptoms? Is he asymptomatic? How did it work? I don't know. Uh, I don't pretend to have all the answers. I don't have any. I just listen to, try to listen, but it's hard. You got 10 million different voices. All I know is that football, and, and don't get me wrong, I get more nervous by the day that it's not going to be very smooth. Uh, I talked about with the protocols. Now you see these guys getting sick, but I, I will not be critical of the league attempting to come back. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 
Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on-and-off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, let's, uh, let's dive into something else. And right before I got on, we had breaking news. Kyle Shanahan, who originally signed a six-year contract, had three years left on his contract, just got a contract extension, so he got basically another six-year contract. He's now one of the highest-paid coaches in the league. Top five, Schefter said. Then we got Clowney, former number one overall pick, refuses to sign a contract. Though Seattle made a huge, I think, one-year offer. I think they had more than the Browns are offering, and they're offering $15 million. And it got me thinking. Like a lot of people, have been screwing around in the stock market. Now, I've been screwing around in the stock market probably for 10 years. I've had a lot more money at my disposal the last three or four. Uh, so I've been pretty heavy over the last couple years. But I would say I've been really active the last three months. And there is one business. Well, really, there's two. One is weed. Uh, It's a little more complicated just because it hasn't even scratched the surface. But it's, I have family that lives in the, or works in the food service. I don't think people understand how big it's going to be. Weed products in drinks, in candy, over the counter stuff, it's going to be everywhere. I, I promise you that. The big banks, the big beer companies, they're all in. Get ready because it's coming. And this isn't a pro or anti weed comment. I'm just telling you, it's inevitable. The one thing, though, that I know is going to be huge is the gambling aspect. And the gambling aspect through apps. Hell, weed's a little bit like that, too. You can order from an app. But it's not federally legal, just like weed in the country. Both of them, their upside as businesses are absolutely enormous. And when you try to time the stock market, especially right now, it's really difficult. So if you really believe, let's say, in DraftKings and Penn, the company that is partnered with Barstool, I believe in them both. I think one day, one of them, if not both of them, are going to be massive. They're going to have huge market share. They're going to have all this information. Obviously, Barstool brings in a massive audience. They're going to be huge. 
But, you know, some days they go up a little bit. Some days they go down. If you read, like, we still, the stock market could not plummet like like it did when corona first hit and we thought everyone was going to die and the market might go to zero and we'd all, you know, be screwed. Clearly, that didn't happen. But it did crater. And it's gone up and it's gone back down. It's kind of been very hit or miss. And right now I'm trying to time it. Like, I kind of want to get in at Penn, you know, in like the low 20s. And right now it's around 30. I just had it for 27, sold it at 32. I'm hoping to get back in around 20. But who knows? Maybe it never goes back down. I was hoping to get DraftKings at about 30. Right now it's like $42. So it's like I'm trying to time it perfectly and it's not really working. And I've listened to enough investors talk about if you like something, don't get so caught up in that. Uh, if you think the upside is just massive, and if you're not necessarily looking for a short-term play, because both of them to me would be long-term plays. Gambling in five years, when you can gamble on golf, on basketball, on football, the fantasy element will just be huge. I mean, it's inevitable. I would imagine most of you guys listening in some capacity either play fantasy football or gamble on football. We all do. It's fun, right? And it's only going to become easier and easier to do. And I probably shouldn't stop, I should stop wasting my time. Just buy the two. Now, granted, I, my new AC unit, you know, didn't quite uh, come through like I thought. I have to get an entirely new operation. It's going to be ten grand. So, I might have to wait a couple months before I place my, my, uh, my bets on the stocks. But maybe I'm overthinking it. And I think when it comes to clowny, it's like, bro, what are you waiting on? You think like all of a sudden some dude's just going to offer you $50 million and guaranteed? Your market is your market. Now the league is facing economic crisis. They might lose $3 billion this year. That's going to affect you and the players. That means your market is not as good. Who knows if the season is even going to happen? If you could get on paper a one-year deal for $15 million from the Browns, who on paper have a really good team, right? They got a sweet pass rusher in Miles Garrett. They got all these sweet offensive players. It's not out of their own possibility if Kevin Stefanski is just solid. They're in the playoffs. I would actually expect the Browns, if Stefanski is just a middle-of-the-road coach and an offensive play caller like he was last year, to be a playoff-level team. They definitely have the talent. I, I just think, is Clowney waiting for this, like, it'd be like me waiting for the stock market for these stocks to be like $5 again? That's just not going to happen. It's just not. Like, Clowney, th- these, your offers are your offers. It is what it is. The money is not going to go up. I don't know who's advising you. I don't know if internally you think you're better than you are. It just doesn't make sense. And Seattle, you know they're a playoff team. So if you just stay on the one-year deal, you're there with the playoff team. Plus, they once upon a time traded for you. So if they want you to come back, who knows if you have a really good year, maybe they'll give you a big extension. Plus, the Browns, even if you don't want to play there, just use them as a stepping stone. But eventually, my man, you got to sign a contract. Because I think once training camp happens... And it's, if things are still weird with the virus, I, the money just ain't going to be there. These teams are not going to, no one's signing you to a multi-year contract in the times that we're living in right now. Not this player, not given his history. There's questions about his work ethic, his, you know, his injury history. No one disputes just his talent because it is there. But a little bit like Nandamak and Sue, why isn't he better? And now he's kind of getting weird with money. Like I got this guy red flagged all over the place. Like, this guy's a walking, talking red flag for a guy that should have been, has Hall of Fame talent. He's just, you know, the crazy thing about Clowney, he's like an underachiever. And he's had he's been a good player. It's kind of sad. I would say he has been more impactful than Sue, given through his first, like, five years. But I think he's on that path. You know, when you see guys like Donald and Khalil 
and the Bosa brothers. Like, maximize your stuff, bro. God gave you this freakish talent. Like, you could have been an all-timer. And hell, you still can. I would bet against it. Usually the light doesn't come on five years in. But I, I, this is just, what a bizarre situation. And on the flip side, you know what Jed York said? You know what? I'm not going to overthink this. I got Kyle Shanahan. Well, he's been here three years. The first two years, while he didn't win a lot, it was clear the guy was pretty good. Players really like him. He hires a good coaching staff. He's great with the media. He's a high-level guy. He's an elite play caller. Once he finally got some talent around him, boom, was in the Super Bowl. And had a lead with seven minutes to go against Mahomes. Hell, it might have been, I don't know when Kelsey scored the, when they scored the second touchdown, they might have had the lead in the Super Bowl, looking back, thinking about it, like with three minutes left. You know what Jed said? You know what, you got three years left? I don't even care. Give him an extension. I, I want you to be my coach for the next 20 years. He didn't really overthink it. Could Kyle, you know, could next the next couple years go bad? Sure. But sometimes, now, unlike me gambling on stocks, money is not an issue to the 49ers. So whether they extended Kyle this year or next year and the money went up, the money went down, it wasn't going to be that big a deal. But they don't have to worry about it. You just get the, you get the money on paper and you just don't think about it. And you just say, Kyle, here are the keys to the castle, which ironically he already had. Now he is officially, I'd say, beside Belichick, I'd say the most powerful head coach, you know, two or three in the league. Because the difference is, and if you guys listen to the podcast when Andy was on, Veach picks the players. Like, Andy's not lying. Andy lets Veach be the GM. If you follow the Seattle Seahawks, while Pete Carroll hired John Schneider, John Schneider runs the draft now. Like, that, that's the way it works. Now, again, those guys make more money than their GMs, obviously, but they don't pick the players. because Not because they can't, and if he wanted to, he could, but he lets the GM do it. I think both those two places. Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis, and Jeff Ireland, have a, they have a huge influence there, right? So, I don't know if there's a coach... Like, Howie Roseman has a lot of juice with the Philadelphia Eagles. Kyle Shanahan's probably the second most powerful coach in the league behind Belichick. Now, it, I got news for you. Even though John Lynch, high-level guy, and he has a lot of influence and he plays a big role, whatever Kyle said went. And now there's no question about it. He's making $10 million a year. He gets a six-year extension. I think he's clearly, I'd say, under 60 years old, probably the best coach if you just had a coaching draft. If you took Andy and Belichick out of it, like I, I'd probably take, now, he's still got to do it, and part of being a good at anything, whether it's a player, a coach, a businessman, it's about sustaining success. Anyone can make money one year. Anyone can have a big season. Can you do it over and over and over again? Still unknown. I think for most of us, though, we go, yeah, I think Kyle's got a chance to be an all-time great. And Jed, you know, a decade ago, I guess a little less than a decade ago, it felt like had an all-time great coach in Harbaugh. Now, Harbaugh... <laughs> While I did not support the 49ers, the way they handled that situation, I'll be the first to admit I probably underestimated at the time Jim's craziness. Jim's nuts. And, you know, if you said, you know, what coach right now would you rather have, Kyle Shanahan or Jim Harbaugh? I'd say I'd rather have Kyle Shanahan. So it, it worked. Now, did they get a little lucky the way they got there? Yes. They hired Jim Tom Sula to replace Jim Harbaugh. It's one of the all-time embarrassments in the history of the league. Uh, Chip Kelly, I, I've never seen a coach even try less than Chip Kelly. Has really tried that one year with the Niners and now with UCLA. Dude mails it in. It, it's it's kind of embarrassing for a guy that's getting paid a lot of money. And then they got a little lucky with Kyle. They wanted Josh McDaniels. He was their number one target. They were going to hire Josh McDaniels if he accepted. He declined. And then they went to Kyle. So sometimes in, in life, it's better to be lucky than good or on the right guy because I'd say... 
are we sure Josh McDaniels is going to be as good of a head coach as Kyle Shanahan is? Probably not, right? I'd say if I was flipping a coin, feels like less than a 50-50% chance if he ever becomes a head coach, whether he takes over for Belichick or whether he goes somewhere else. I wouldn't bet on him having that much success, though I do think he's a pretty good coaching candidate, you know, but still, like Kyle feels like a star. And Jed didn't wait and didn't go, well, maybe next year if he has a downer year, we get him a little cheaper. Didn't overthink it. Just paid him. Well, Clowney is the opposite. He's just, what are you waiting for? Some, like, bag of money to fall out of the sky? Some team to go, you know what, Clowney? Here's uh, four years, $75 million. We'll guarantee 60 of it. It's just not happening. I, I, I see in no world that happening. So, you know, it's just sometimes when you know and you like something, just if you have the money, just pay for it. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco-alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly 
made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. One story that I read about, and we're going to dive into something before we kind of go around the NFL and college football, is that Albert Breer wrote about Matt Ryan is hosting workouts in Atlanta. And I know around with the 49ers, been reading a lot of stories about Jimmy Garoppolo hosting workouts and the way Atlanta and a lot of teams, they do their Zoom meetings in the morning and then you can go practice in the afternoon. So you can, what you go over like you would during OTAs. You install what you'd install, or you'd go over certain plays or certain packages or whatever. And then typically during off OTAs, you then practice it on the field, right? You have some meetings in the morning, maybe you have lunch, then you practice. Maybe you get there early, have breakfast, you do some meetings, then practice, and then re-meet. However the structure is of that given team. And you're able to get it all in, the meetings and the practice. You want to take from the classroom out to the meeting room, right? Or out to the practice field. And I think it's really key. And I've said it from the jump on the coronavirus before any of us knew what the hell was going to go on. This is not going to be vacation. Every single person in every industry that tried to gain an advantage over this time was going to excel as we transition back to normal life and eventually when it ends. And you can really hit the ground running. Pedal to the metal. And a lot of people, and listen, if you've been on social media, rooted for this thing to go on forever. Why? Because they wanted to Netflix and chill forever. Me, I've watched all the Netflix shows. I'm bored. Uh, I've tried to do a bunch of different things. I know a lot of people have tried a lot of different things to keep their business alive, tried out new projects, got more active, you know, through internet sales, whatever you had to do to keep on rolling. You look to gain an advantage. And I would imagine a lot of quarterbacks have corralled their wide receivers or a couple offensive skill guys and worked with their coaching staff to go from the classroom to the practice field and implement stuff and work it around their workouts. And I think like the like the Falcons, like the Niners, I got Jimmy Garoppolo working with his first-round wide receiver the last two weeks after they Zoom in the morning with the coaches. What do you think they're doing? They're running the plays. Kyle's teaching them on the Zoom. And I would imagine it's happening on a ton of different teams. I would imagine a lot of you guys that follow your NFL team really closely have read these type stories. And it's why the NFL is such a competitive league. Like, this would have been an easy time, just chill at home, not do a damn thing. Well, these guys get paid too much money. They're too high level of people. They're too big of just achievers to sit around. Elite athletes don't sit around. Just like race cars don't want to drive 20 miles an hour. They like having their foot on the pedal. Now, some older guys... You know, over 30, it's different, right? They wouldn't practice that intensely during OTAs. They would maintain. But for your young players, especially your young skill guys, to work with your quarterback is really, really imperative. And to build that relationship, like there's a lot of pressure on the Atlanta Falcons and those guys to be really good. Or the coaching staff is going to completely get fired, right? There's going to be a lot of pressure on Brandon Ayuk and Jimmy Garoppolo. They just drafted him in the first round. They need, Emmanuel Sanders isn't back. He's going to have to be one of their best three wide receivers. Him, Kittle, and Debo Samuel. There are no excuses. Once they start playing games, no one's going to be like, oh, no OTAs. They only got virtual meetings. No one's going to care. Literally, no one's going to give a damn 
if you suck come week two. Definitely not the team you're playing is. You better be on top of it. And these players that maximize this time, uh, whether it's skill guys working with their quarterback, being really focused in these Zoom meetings. I've worked for home from a while, worked from home for a while now. It can be difficult, especially when you're not used to doing it. Now, once you get into a rhythm, if, if you have a lot of self-discipline, it's not that difficult at all. I probably don't have much self-discipline, but I do love money, and it was easy for me to focus. Plus, it was easy for me to do media stuff, podcasts, videos from home. So it was an easy transition. But I would imagine many of you that over this couple-month period, and some of your states are wide open, so you guys have been back at work, but for that month or two months, it was a tough little transition. But if you tried to maximize it, and I don't have kids, so it had to be really challenging to have your family at home. I, I can't even imagine but maybe that means like once you put them to bed, you got to do two or three hours of work. You know, it's just part of the deal. Do, do you want to succeed or do you want to get lapped? Because in the NFL, and I say it all the time, it's the one saying that's going to stick with me the rest of my life because I think it applies to everything. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. Literally, no one stays the same. And this applies to every single industry, every single person. Now, in football, you can tangibly see improvements. I think sometimes in business it's a little harder, but you can see if you're making higher percentages, higher money. Obviously, this year is going to be a little weird. But just moving forward, eventually this is going to end, and we're going to be back. Football is going to be played, whether it gets played on time, whether they have to push it back, but they're going to play. And the guys that maximize everything they had to their discretion possible, that really listened in the Zoom meetings, implemented the scheme, that worked out as hard as they could on their own, that got with their quarterbacks, that listen to like Matt Ryan or Russell Wilson or Jimmy Garoppolo or Aaron Rodgers, whoever's leading, Carson Wentz, whoever's, Josh Allen, whoever's leading, Sam Darnold, I see all these guys, Baker Mayfield, they're all leading these workouts. This is a big time for football. Because unlike basketball where you can just play a couple pickup games and kind of get the rhythm back, in baseball, once you get the timing of your swing, like football is about practicing plays Nine months of the year to just play in 16 games. Think about it. All the time you spend practicing plays, especially on offense, to perfect plays. It takes a, You spend a lot of time mentally and physically going over this, and this year has been weird, right? I mean, literally for, for the NFL, it, nothing happened. Like they weren't allowed to show up to the facility. Not at all. They haven't been able to the facility since the season ended. So if you didn't make it to the playoffs, you haven't been around your coaches now. It's June 15th for... Three and a half months. That's a, that's a long time, you know, for guys that are used to kind of honing their craft. But that's just that's the way the cookie crumbled now. And I think the more and more you're going to read these stories of the guys, and I think we'll see it come the fall, of the guys that really took advantage of the crappy situ- situation that we were all kind of handed. Like, none of us chose this. But that's the way life works. We don't get to dictate the path where we're going. You know, that's the way, we all learn that. The older you get, you're like, God, life's kind of crazy. Because when you think something's going to happen, usually the opposite does. I think the Patriots have the line when you walk in their building. The the road to success is always under construction. But I, I think that's kind of symbolic to the way the world works. Like, the, if you would have told me 2020 in January or February that, you know, what, where we'd be in the middle of June, no one would have believed you. But it's, it's the way things happen. Sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. But it's just, that's life. You have no clue what pitch is coming. It's like you're up there, and Nolan Ryan's throwing you a pitch every day. You might get a fastball. You might get a curveball. You might get a ball at your face. You might get a uh, a pitch that's over the catcher's head. Who knows? But you just better be ready to swing 
Because if you're not, and that pitch does come down the middle, and you're not paying attention, or you're not focused, you're going to be back sitting on the pine. And, and I'm telling you, I, I think the one thing we'll see if football happens this fall, and I'm, I'm still confident, but I get a little nervous sometimes when I see these chrono tests, is that uh, the guys that really busted their ass over these this weird offseason, I, I think the cream's going to rise. Okay, uh, let's dive around the NFL. And I, in no particular order, I, I just wrote things down as they happen today, and I, I probably miss a couple. Start with number one. Mitch Trubisky admits he didn't deserve the fifth-year option. Yes, Mitch, we all know. We watched you play. That at first, he was mad. Nick Foles, they traded for him. Now Foles is here. He's excited to compete. Uh, I'll give Mitch some credit that he had some self-awareness to just admit that he didn't deserve the fifth-year option. He didn't. Okay, the Iowa Hawkeyes have fired much maligned strength coach, the Doyle guy, who had been there since 1999 with uh, with Ferenz, Ferenz. Someone DM me how to say it, Kirk. And uh, it was clear where it was headed. Snowballed in the wrong way. Uh, it's a weird time we're living in. And listen, I, here's what I do know. Being a strength coach is not very easy, especially in college football. And if you went back to the majority of strength coaches in the country and we got all their words and the things they've said, I, I think the majority of strength coaches would get fired. I don't know this guy. I don't know anything about him. I've never went into the school of Iowa. But they had a lot of success under his watch. They produced a lot of pros. And, you know, he got he kind of got caught up in the mess. Because to me, there are a ton of coaches who could probably fall when it comes to the strength coach and the things they're saying in the weight room because they spend a lot. They spend more time in the offseason with the kids and the coaches do. But the Iowa situation and the program went through a weird time, and there are several other coaches. I think Utah currently has a defensive coordinator suspended. Uh, I, I think there was another coach that got suspended. It's just you, you got to be careful what you say these days. You, you really do. And it's just the times we live in, you got to adapt the way you motivate. And I think the hard part is football, you know, like what social media and what it can become. Football is just a crazy game, man. Now, you don't have to swear at your players and say demeaning things to motivate. Like Andy Reid ain't swearing at guys. But Pete Carroll, I don't think, is really swearing at guys. Belichick does. Saban does. Dabo doesn't. So, listen, there are countless ways to, you know, win football games. <clears throat> I don't want to say there's a right or wrong answer. I don't necessarily look at, like, the sports media, like, their opinions on this. I, I don't really care. I, I've seen it firsthand. I know it's really difficult. Uh, but this guy, you know, clearly it seems like crossed the line. Maybe I, I, I honestly didn't read that much about it because once I read the first couple, it's like, you know, I struggle with guys that were kicked off the team that kind of come back retroactively after the fact. You know, are, are the star players at Iowa saying things? In full disclosure, no offense to any Iowa fans, I have nothing but respect for your program. Because, again, you overachieve. I just don't care that much. Uh, no joint practices this year. Pretty big blow. You know, it's a big thing. Belichick loves doing joint practices. Most good coaches like doing joint practices. It's a way to see another team. It's a way to get your guys live reps. You're able to get a lot of improvement in that situation, but that will not be taking place this year. Lamar Jackson, I couldn't believe how many 
outlets tweeted out the video, whether it was just Bleacher Report. And here's the thing, like Bleacher Report at SportsCenter, they got a good gig because they just tweet viral stuff, good or bad. It could be divisive, and they don't even give an opinion. They just throw it out there. They get to benefit all the impressions, something they didn't even video, and they just watch people just have at it. Now, everything that I saw tweeted about Lamar Jackson had laughy emojis. I would not be laughing at Lamar Jackson, the MVP of the league, almost like shattering his leg and his hip over a jet ski. I think John Harbaugh probably threw up in his mouth when he watched that video. Uh, Also, you just see how fast the guy is. Have you ever tried to run on sand? So hard to run on sand. Lamar Jackson looked like he was flying. What a freak athlete. Bradley Chubb will be a full go whenever they resume. Uh, I know Coward has the Broncos picked as one of the you know the up and coming teams. You got Chubb, you got Von Miller, you got Simmons. I, I've gotten a lot of questions over the last month about these guys. I, I think they're going to be pretty good if the uh, the quarterback's good. Billy O said he'll kneel. Uh, I listen. I don't know why that's that big of a story. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" I like. I don't even. Yeah, if he wants to kneel, he'll kneel. I don't know why everyone gets so worked up over people. I saw Baker Mayfield said he'll kneel, and then he got a bunch of pushback. Like, why, why, why can't more humans? Just my one plea to humanity would just be like, can we all just work on ourselves? Can we focus first and foremost on the guy you look at or the woman you look at in the mirror and then your immediate family and then start worrying about other people? Like, why do we spend so much time getting so worked up about people that have nothing to do with us? It's really one thing I'm going to try to do moving forward. And I've done a pretty good job about this. Now, granted, I mean, I talk about football for a living and characters, but I don't get like that emotionally moved like it feels like a lot of people do about like, you're going to kneel, I'm never going to watch you again, or you're not going to kneel, you're a loser. It's like, can we just focus on ourselves? Uh, Sony Michelle got foot surgery. That pick's pretty disastrous. I mean, his own teammate is one of the best running backs in the league. And Belichick had the first pick, right? He picked before the Browns, and he just picked the wrong guy. And don't get me wrong, I like Sony a lot coming out. I thought he was going to be sweet, but Nick Chubb's on a completely different level. The Mike Gundy situation, uh, it basically took off this today and then ended today when they tweeted out a video, him and a star running back, who tweeted he was wearing the shirt of this network called OAN. Full disclosure, I'd never even heard of the thing. I have so many things that happen now that I see on social media that people are getting worked up on. Like, I don't even know what this means. And I feel like I'm pretty locked in, 35 years old. I have never, ever heard of that network. Not once. Now, granted, I'm not living and dying in, like, the political media. But if you told me there's, like, a network, would you know about it? I'd feel pretty confident than I would. I honestly never did. And then it's a conservative network. I guess it's not even a conservative network. It's an alt-right network. Uh, now, some people on my timeline claim it's just a conservative network. I don't know. I, I've never seen anything from the network. But here's what I did know when Mike Gundy took the picture of the deal. Like with Drew Brees, he has a physical and a, a actual relationship with his players. They know him. And if a guy's a senior on his team, he hasn't just known him for four or five years. He knew him probably since he was a junior in high school. So they have a six, seven-year relationship. And Mike Gundy was going to be around this player and they got together and they put out a video saying they were on the same page. And I, I just think sometimes, like cancel culture, I, I just, I don't even know what the end game is with cancel culture. I I, I really don't, you know? I, I just, I, I but that's one another thing I don't really get that worked up over it. Unless you came after me, then I'd be furious. But I, I can't, 
I can't fight other people's battles or even try to, again, I didn't even know what the network was. I was pretty confident that like, everyone's like, is he going to get fired? Like, eh, I doubt it. Uh, And then by three hours later, he had a video up with his player. So I I just think that Twitter right now and social media is a very, very divisive, angry place. And when you have an actual relationship with someone, it's hard to divide two people if I actually know you. And people are like, you should fire him or you should hate him. Well, if I know him, I go, yeah, I don't really, it doesn't bother me or I'll talk to him about it. That's one thing that's been lost. Actually talk to somebody. And if you don't know the person, you know, of course you're going to have an adversarial relationship if it's based on something tr- that you tweeted that you don't like. And, you know, it's, it's hard. I mean, society's in a weird place right now. That's about it. And uh, let's dive into the Middlecoff mailbag. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person Anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. 
all proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Okay, let's go Middlecoff Mailbag. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram handle. And DM's wide open. Okay, from Matt. As a Niner fan, the Super Bowl loss was a huge bummer. But at the end of the day, Shanahan is leading the charge and should definitely win one. What are the actual chances he never does, in your opinion? Seems like all the elite coaches win at least one, if not multiple. You know, like you say with a player, you go like, if Mahomes stays healthy or Russell Wilson stays healthy, he's going to be an all-time great. I I think if Kyle can just, you know, have functional quarterbacks, he's going to have chances, you know? And there's a lot of unknown. As years go on, obviously the news of the day, he got a contract extension, but we all knew he wasn't going to go anywhere. The key for Coach Reed is for two runs now. You know, for in Philly for a while, he had Jim Johnson. He had a great defensive coordinator. And, and I know the, I can't, what was the guy's name? Bob Sutton, who he fired last year. But for the first, you know, four or five years, their defense was really good in Kansas City. It was just Alex kind of left a little something to be desired. And then this year, they finally, the defense came on. They won the Super Bowl. Sean Payton won a Super Bowl. Pete Carroll won a Super Bowl. I, I just think Kyle's going to, yeah. I mean, I, I would bet if you said $1,000 right now, is he going to win one or is he not going to win one? I'd say, yeah, he's going to win one. I just think he's got a chance to be an all-time great. Uh, he's an elite play caller. He's a high-level guy. He's a smart guy. He's just an impressive human. And I, I think the Niners got, you know, it took him a little while. I mean, you go from Tom Sula to Chip, but. You end up with Kyle Shanahan, they got pretty lucky. Uh, Building on the question you had for Lamar Jackson, the Ravens built a team and a playbook to accommodate Lamar's running game. I can't remember where where I read it, but with a new OCDC and maybe a quarterback, they have an advantage because there's no tape on them. How much can DCs adjust their defense to limit Lamar's running, and will that be where... We see if he's all that, a lot of people are already saying that he's a top three quarterback. I agree that he had an awesome season last year, but when the Ravens got to the postseason, they did not reach the AFC Championship, as many expected in a clash of the powerhouse against the Chiefs. Looking forward to hearing your views. I think historically, uh, unique run games and the option kind of, you know, I don't even know how you would describe what they do. It's 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 like what Roman did with Kaepernick, but they've added some elements. But eventually with the Kaepernick-Roman offense, it actually didn't really stop working. They just tried to expand it for Kaepernick, and he wasn't able to just be like five wide receiver guy. If they just would have kept running Kaepernick, they might have been more successful the fourth year when the wheels fell off with Greg Roman. Trent Baalke's daughter once famously tweeted fire Roman in the middle of a game. The dot, the general manager's daughter classic. Uh, I don't I think it will be kind of difficult to just stop the running game. They draft DK Dobbins. They have Ingram. Lamar is just like Michael Vick in his prime. The one thing that I think could stop it if he gets hurt. Now, as you see that video, when he's running around on the sand, he's such an elite runner. The problem though, like you alluded to, it's hard to make a play. Like, that doesn't work in the playoffs. You can't, 
you can't run your quarterback to the to the Super Bowl. It's not going to happen. It's literally never happened, and it never will. So how do you balance letting him throw where you're going to ultimately need to do to beat Patrick Mahomes and beat the Niners or beat the Saints or whoever you play in the Super Bowl? So that's to me, there's a balance there. And I, I think you have to implement that a little more throughout the season. And I think sometimes, and it's hard, right? If you're running the ball down someone's throat, why change? But at the end of the day, you need to be able to throw to win big in the playoffs. Just That's a tried and true formula that will never change in the NFL. So I I think you just have to mix in more passing concepts uh, throughout the season because they're they're so talented, they're going to win a ton of games. I admit that I'm not in your normal age demographic. I'm closer to Brady than Baker. I never served in the military. I was, however, working for New York City on 9-11 and still get tears when I see the photo of the firefighters raising the flag. Like many Americans, I'm in full support of Black Lives Matter. But to me, the flag means something. If TV numbers tell us anything, it's that the American people will support a protest this country constantly needs change. But we the people don't like people disrespecting our flag. Yeah, and I, I, listen... I. I have no problem with anyone having their own views. And I think that's become one of the problems right now with social media. Like, you're not really allowed to have your own views. You have to think like the media, you know? And I I think that's unhealthy a lot of the times. Like, I I don't think like everyone else. Hell, I don't have a lot in common with the media. The media, as you can see, like, kind of hates business, hates the economy. I don't care. Like, I'm not like that at all. Uh, So, you know, I, I, I... I'm pro having your own views. And I'm not big in, you know, the media loves talking about diversity. They hate diversity of thought. I'm a big believer in diversity of thought. I have a lot of liberal friends. I have a lot of conservative friends. I have a lot of in-the-middle friends. I got people all over. I don't think enough people uh, in my profession that cover sports, clearly they don't have many, like they're all really, really left-wing. They don't have enough conservative friends. I think it just helps balance you out and helps you just hear other opinions. And social media is definitely not the place to have these conversations, but I, I I think it's more than fair if that is your opinion, like the flag means something to you. Now, what the players will tell you, and one thing that I've really heard over the last you know two weeks that I don't think, but the flag means something different to me. I've heard players talk about that or people that have been involved in this, and you just, like, God, I never thought that. I take a lot of pride in the flag. Like, my, my dad's brother died in Vietnam. Both my grandparents served in World War II. Uh, I'm a big pro-military guy. Like, the flag means a lot to me. I take a lot of pride in it. Now, America's been pretty good to me, right? It's enabled me to go to college. And my dad was a farmer. And then, boom, I didn't want to be a farmer. I got a job in football and got to go to the NFL. America's been great to me. I didn't know anyone in the NFL. Didn't know a soul. But this is the one country where you can kind of do whatever you want. At least I feel that way. Uh, And I do feel that way for most you know, people, but some will push back and say that's not necessarily true. I know for me, I do feel that way because I've literally done whatever I put my mind to. And I didn't have any economic advantages where I knew a guy in a league that hired me. It's just like I just had to start on the bottom, made no money, lived in, you know, the shitty area of Philadelphia my first year, lived in a crappy apartment in Fresno and just swung my pick. Like a lot of you listening, right? You just, whatever business you wanted to get into, you just start at the bottom, you start swinging. And hopefully, eventually, good things happen. Uh, but I'm with you. I take a lot of pride in the flag. Though, I'm just so numb to it. I, I'm unbothered by it. 
I, I, it doesn't bother me. But if it does bother you, I don't hold that against you. Uh, you know, if you feel some disrespect, I, I get it. Isn't that the point of this? Like, we're allowed to, you know, I, I get it. They can say, and they do say, that it has nothing to do with the military. Well, I understand if someone says, well, I equate the military with the flag. And that, I think, is just kind of the conundrum we find ourselves in with this. What it is is a polarizing issue. It, it is. And I think sometimes that it's just hard. We, we don't all think alike, and we shouldn't. Quick note. I agree that kneeling during the anthem is a right and expression freedom of speech. But I don't feel like everyone has to agree with it. See, we're getting these questions. Has to agree with the specific expression. I understand it's not about the flag or our military. I don't agree with the stance during that time, but that's my opinion. Why do you think we have gotten so far away from allowing other people to have opinions? It's created an even greater divide and wedge between people. I have a thought for a while that kind of sp- that sports is kind of the last uniting force in the country. Now, I'm a little afraid that we will burn this bridge too. Anyway, sorry for the long note. Just wanted your opinion. Well, I saw, I think, Jim Trotter tweet this out, that 16 of the NFL owners were huge donors to Donald Trump. And if we wanted real change, that they need to start putting their money where their mouth is. And listen, I understand not liking Donald Trump, right? He's crazy. I I get it. I I I do understand. Well, the irony is, He's a lifetime Democrat in New York. Changed the Republican to win. He, he's not. He doesn't have political opinions. He just does anything to stay elected, right? But the notion of that tweet was almost like, well, if they had given their money to a bunch of Democratic politicians, you would applaud them. And this is where I always push back. Like I've lived in the state of California thirty-five of my thirty or thirty-three of my thirty-five years of life. Over the last 10 years, California has created incredible historic amount of wealth. We also lead the country in poverty over that period of time. And who do you think that disproportionately impacts? So this notion that like one side is a lot better than the other side, and that's where I get with the diversity of thought. Like if you're not thinking liberal views, you're wrong. Well, I mean, I've, I live in California. I see it. It's, it helps the rich. It ain't helping many other people. I'll promise you that. No one cares about the poor here. And we have a ton of areas where our richest progressives live. They refuse to build any low-income housing in the area. Uh, they make it very, very difficult for housing projects to be built just throughout the greater our, the communities because it lowers the value. Like This notion that one side is pure and the other side is evil, th- this is why I don't really get into politics because I don't think either side cares. It's just complete kind of bullshit. And that's where I think the NFL, like you said, has gotten so involved and the media stakes their claim because they're so liberal. It's almost like, you got to be like us or you're against us. But it's like, well, this gets back to what Colin Kaepernick said when he initially kneeled. And they're like, so you're going to vote for Hillary, right? The media was so happy because they thought he was going to say, I'm going to vote for Hillary Clinton. And he looked at him like, no, I'm not going to vote for Hillary. I'm not voting for either because neither side cares about me. The systemic racism that they're all fighting has been carried over by both sides this entire time. Nothing has changed regardless who was in office. And I'm with you. The the political side, the one thing people come to sports, and I I get, you know, I have no problem with people having their own opinions. But a reason the sports make so much money is because they have so many people that watch the sport, whether especially in the NFL. And in no business do you want to drive fans away. And it's going to be fascinating this fall. Because I think the kneeling is going to be, assuming we have a season, is going to be everywhere. 
and the reaction, and I get, listen, like, you know, I don't care. You guys tweeting. I don't know if some of you aren't that offended or whatever, but if a lot less people are watching and the ratings go down, like, that is an economic issue for the league. It's why they want to just avoid and be politically neutral. They want to be politically neutral. There's a reason Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan were politically neutral the whole time. Two biggest sports stars in my life. Resonate with everybody. I got You want to be LeBron James? Be LeBron James. But there's a reason he'll never even sniff being as big as those two guys. Just a thought that I'd be, that I'd like to be brought up during your podcast. Why are successful quarterbacks with offensive help early in their careers, Rodgers, Brees, Favre, looked at more favorably compared to successful quarterbacks that had defensive help early? Wilson, Big Ben, and Brady. We can agree that all these quarterbacks have immense talent, but the offensive quarterbacks that are deemed to have more talent, yeah, it's just... But the reality is it's not where you start, it's where you finish. Like, Roethlisberger and Brady were clearly carried really, really young, but, I mean, Brady became the greatest quarterback ever. The older version of Roethlisberger became a dominant, dominant offensive player. Look how good Russell Wilson's been these last three or four years. Favre was more as coaching changed. Breeze is just like a solid, consistent guy. Rodgers, Rodgers had a pretty stacked deck. Now, his defense has sucked, but he had a lot of weapons over the years. I mean, think how many sweet wide receivers he had. You've talked multiple times about your path to the NFL through college. I'm currently in an application process for pro football focus. Have zero experience ever playing football, but I'm a huge fan of the sport fantasy etc was wondering what your thoughts are on pff and their influence potential doorway into the football industry well i think they're in the industry right they're they're partners with teams they play a big role every team subscribes to them so if you want to get to the job like i said there there is no direct path i met people in the nfl that interned in nfl films that worked in college football that went straight to the league that had played football pff's probably another way they went to law school I would say if you get that job and you want it, go do it because that is a uh, a great way and a stepping stone to get yourself just in front of some NFL decision makers and people that you would never have the opportunity to be around. Why doesn't Cleveland sign Cam Newton? There's a real chance Baker is bad again this year and their loaded roster should be able to win now. If they have another disappointing season, it seems like they'd be headed toward another decade of being the most, being maybe the biggest joke of a franchise sports has ever seen. Would love to hear your thoughts. I, I think it's simple. They drafted Baker Mayfield number one overall. Number one overall. When you take a guy that high and he's going into year three, you just got to see it. Like, you cannot bring in Cam Newton there. Like, Baker's got to sink or swim. And I think they're keeping their fingers crossed he swims like Michael Phelps. Because if he doesn't, they just have a disastrous pick. And then they're not going to pick up his fifth-year option. So, I, I, I think that, I think it's really that simple. Never would have thought this is possible, but lately I'm starting to think that Colin Kaepernick could be a good fit in Buffalo. His style of play would complement Josh Allen as a starter. What are your thoughts? Uh, not crazy. Not crazy at all. I think the Polygolas have been pretty outspoken in social issues. Uh, yeah. I mean, who's their backup now? Matt Barkley, who really has nothing in common with Josh Allen. They did draft Jake Fromm, but then he said those racist comments, so who knows? He might be in trouble. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's crazy. I, I Someone just needs to sign him so we can just end the conversation of just giving him the opportunity. And when I say end the conversation, I mean end the conversation of talking about Colin Kaepernick coming back to the NFL. 
because no quarterback ever. We've been five years removed from them playing, and we still continually talk about him. I just hope the guy gets signed. So the conversation about him playing in the NFL, though I do think it's done. He sued the league. He got paid off. Uh, but it's clearly a pretty complicated issue. And there's pressure, it feels like, from the players a little bit. Johnny Millennial Middlecoff. Big-time Chargers fan, and I'm a little worried that Herbert may be more physical gifts than actual playing ability, mostly because of his weakness is going off script and improvisation. Can you think of a recent pro example who was drafted with limited playmaking ability who cut loose when he was developed a more instinctual game in the NFL? I know you're big on him, but I am struggling to find optimism seeing as we passed on Simmons. Love the show. Uh, So you're saying more of a robot that turned... Playmaker. I think the the bad one would be Mariota, who is a little robotic, stayed robotic. Herbert is way more talented. I'd say Wentz and Josh Allen are more playmakers and still are more playmakers than kind of inside the script. Uh, I'd say Russell Wilson has developed that a lot over his career. Uh, it's a good question. I mean, you're right. You bring up a good point. He is, there is, I mean, he... He's really, really talented. He has the physical attributes. They're just going to have to get him to relax and play free. But I, I always just lean with, you know, guys that have physical talent. I, I, I really do. And just take my chances. He's smart. He's got all the physical tools. He's had success in college. He was productive in college. Now he has some things he has to work on, but at a high level too, I, I, I don't blame him at all. My question is, do you think Tiger will pass Jack's record? If so, how much longer do you think it will take him, and how many majors would you estimate he will obtain before his career is said and done? What's funny is it's about 8 o'clock at night, and on TV behind me is, uh, I just got the Golf Channel on, and it's the 2000 U.S. Open at Pebble Beach, and Tiger is beating everyone's butt. He's up by like 15 strokes on the back nine on Sunday. Uh, so he's got 14. Or does he have 15? How many, t- how many majors Tiger Woods have right now? I, I think one of his issues is he can't play in the cold because of a stiff back. And he doesn't play that much. So it's got to be warm areas, right? He has... So he has 15 majors. So Jack has 18. He's got to win four more to pass him. I think that's going to be pretty difficult. I would say he's going to have a shot the next three or four years at the Masters. This year, I don't I don't know what the weather is like in Augusta in November, but it's he's better in warm weather. The PGA Championships at uh, uh, Harding Park, I played it a couple weeks ago. The problem is that by the bay, it's in San Francisco, it can get cold. So I don't really like him in the majors this year. Next year, back to a normal schedule, hopefully, maybe he can get rolling. He needs to play places that are warm because you got a stiff back, you got all these injuries. I will say this, though. I don't want to make too much of the Peyton Manning-Tom Brady match. He looked incredible in that. It is his home course, but it was just... He looked like he would have shot 64 with his eyes closed. Uh, he's still one of the best iron players, if not the best iron player in America, in the world, potentially. Uh, but it's going to be a lot harder. These guys are just so good. They hit the ball so far. I would say, realistically, if I was a betting man, he does not pass them. I'd say probably best case scenario wins like two more majors. It's gonna be, it's really difficult to win majors now. I mean the competition. I'm looking up. He's he's playing Ernie Els, who's older. Uh, 
I, I mean, his, the competition back when he was kicking everyone's ass is wasn't even as close. Now, I'm not taking anything away from him. He was dominant. But these guys, it's just the fields are deeper, man. These guys are good. I mean, you got 23-year-olds, Colin Morikawa, you got Matt Wolf, you got Victor Hovland on top of all the guys in their late 20s, like Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth getting it back. You got Kepka, you know, Rory still really good. You got Bryson DeChambeau, who looks like Nick Bosa right now. I I, I would love. I mean, I, I cried when Tiger won the Masters. I love Tiger Woods. Love him. Uh, but I, I don't feel great about it, to be completely honest. You always say the NFL is handling this well, but are they or do they just have it easy to handle right now? They really only have a plan, which every team has had for the last four months. What is going to separate the NFL reopening? Because it seems like they got lucky with the timing and that's it. Could be curious. Well, they're just going to play. Like the basketball players can't get on the same page. Baseball refuses to negotiate. Football will just show up. Now, you, can, you can't really avoid coronavirus if guys are getting it if you're following all the protocols, so there's nothing you can do. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to... Guys are getting coronavirus. What am I going to say? Like, people are getting coronavirus. What are you going to do? Uh, but they will do everything possible to play. Like, baseball, they can't even get a deal done. Basketball, half the league doesn't want to go to Orlando because they don't want to stay in the hotels. You got Kyrie refusing to go there, he claims, because of systematic racism. And then Matt Barnes is like, well, actually, it's because... They weren't going to allow him to go. So it's just like none of the players are on the same page. Football, when you tell them to report, they'll report. Now, are they going to be able to play the season? I don't know. But all their players and their coaches and the owners are all on the same page. So I just I just think they have more unity. Part of it, the CBA's done. Everyone's under contract. Everyone's got the same goal, trying to make money. Baseball, you got the owners trying to screw the players. The players hate the owners. Basketball, I don't even know how to describe it anymore. So yeah, I just think that they'll have an advantage that way. Appreciate everyone listening. Uh, Have a good week. Stay safe. And hopefully by the next time you uh, listen to my podcast, I'll have an air conditioning up and running. Adios. See you. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, 
everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.